We all want to live a very good, happy life, and that's what God wants for us too. Our God is not God who's jealous about us having good time. Our God is not God who only sees our negative sides and makes us feel guilty. When we are happy, God is happy. God doesn't want his children to be miserable. Like parents don't want their children to be miserable. You know, we are not jealous when our children are doing very, very well. In the same way, our God is very, very happy when his children, we are doing very well. But surprisingly, many people have a distorted image of God. I wonder how that got into our consciousness. But we have so many people live with this distorted image. You know, depending on what image you have about yourself, your life uh, will be very different. Your life perspective uh, will will be very uh, different. The distorted image is the image of God who's always angry and fearful and ready to punish us. Somehow we have this uh, nagging thought about God that God is always uh, not pleased with you, not happy with you, always ready to do some negative things on you. See, When we have this distorted image of God, we can never come close to God. How can you come to a person who is always fearful, critical, and negative? You don't want to be around them. You don't want to approach them. In the same way, way, when you have that distorted image about God, you don't want to come close to God. You want to have safe distance. So you live your life maintaining the safe distance from God. Okay, God, I'll pay my respect, uh, but I don't want to get too much involved uh, either. So instead of loving God, we fear God. A lot of people, their faith is about fearing God rather than a loving God. Um, so we, we, we keep up uh, our kind of religious uh, uh, life, but not really, really life of faith. And the song that we sang, How Can It Be? It captures the, the sentiment. It says, I am guilty, ashamed of what I've done, what I have become. These hands are dirty. I dare not lift them up to the Holy One. I've been hiding, afraid I've I've let you down. Inside, I doubt that you could love me. But in your eyes, there's only grace now. So that captures the sentiment that we have. We have tremendous guilt within us. And that guilt sets certain distorted image about God. Now, where does this distorted image come from? I was wondering. Uh, Maybe from Sunday school? 
when you're young, sensitive years, your teacher really scared you. If you don't act up, if you don't do well, uh, then you'll go to hell. And you know, hell is like a big fire, and then you will forever suffer there. I don't know. Uh, maybe you got that from uh, Sunday school or from your fearful parents. Uh, if your parents were disciplinary kind of parents, then you, I mean, because uh, uh, we sometimes we uh, get the image of God through uh, the parents because we cannot see God, so we create certain image of God. Everybody creates certain image of God, and then they uh, create the image of God through uh, the image of their parents. Maybe sometimes from the Bible. I mean, there are some uh, scary passages uh, in the Bible. So whatever reason, I don't know where that distorted image uh, came to us and ingrained in us. My My suspicion is that we have created our own distorted image. It's not from Sunday school teacher. It's not from the Bible. It's not from uh, parents. We have imposed this distorted image upon ourselves. We are the culprits. We are not 100% satisfied with ourselves. And we ourselves are the greatest critics and maybe worst enemy to ourselves. Sometimes. We do not live up to our own expectations about ourselves. So when we experience failures and disappointment about ourselves, they confirm, those failures confirm that we are not as good as we want to be. Guilt becomes piled up in us. I don't know why we live with such a negative image about ourselves. I don't know why we live with such a deep, seated guilt. And this distorted image about ourselves is easily and readily translated into God's attitude towards ourselves. When when I cannot accept myself, how can we expect that God will accept me? When I am not pleased with myself, how can we say that God will be pleased with me? God knows me more than I know myself. God even knows my deepest secrets and all these uh, dark sides that I don't even know sometimes. And nobody knows. We hide as much as possible. Nobody knows. But God will see that. God will see it. God will know it. And how can God love me? So the song's title was, How Can It Be? How Can It Be? That's why we are scared of God. We fear God. Because as you see what you do when you're alone or in your thoughts, sometimes, oh, I don't want anybody to know or I don't want God to know, but God knows. We know that God knows everything about us. We don't think God has such a great image about us and God is not 100% pleased with us. We have firm belief in this negative thinking about ourselves and about God. 
We can never hear the good news that God loves us. Oh, that's theory. God loves me. That sounds good, but I cannot believe that. Believing in Jesus Christ means that you believe that God loves you. God sent Jesus Christ to us because he loves us. But we never can truly accept that without doubt. Believing in Christ is not really abstract image you just believe. Believing in Christ means that, oh, God loves me that much that he sent Jesus Christ to us. That's what believing in Christ means. Zacchaeus, all his life, he lived with this distorted image. He was a tax collector. You know, tax collector was uh, really lowest of the lowest, worst of the worst in that society. Not because they are poor. They were rich, actually. The scripture says that he was rich. But morally, ethically, they were the lowest of lowest. You don't want to deal with that. Everyone says, oh, you're a tax collector? Really? You, know, you don't want to associate with them. Think about what that does to the self-image of Zacchaeus. He lived all his life with that distorted image about himself. And he didn't want to live with that guilt and that image all the time. So he wanted to be healed somehow. He didn't have a physical disease. He didn't have any other problems. He was rich. He didn't have financial problem. He was okay uh, uh, with his life. But he had a problem with this uh, distorted image. So he wanted to be kind of free from that. So he came to Jesus. Not because he has an illness, but because of this uh, uh, bothering thought within himself. He was so short, probably shorter than me. And he went up to uh, the tree to see Jesus. And you know what? Among all those people, Jesus chose Zacchaeus. He noticed Zacchaeus. Nobody really uh, paid attention to uh, this man, Zacchaeus. But Jesus noticed this man and called him, chose him. I'll stay at your house. Among, among all those people, God chose Zacchaeus to make him a special person for Jesus to stay at his house. Jesus did not choose him because he was great. Jesus chose him, chose him precisely because he thought that he was, he, he was not great. Zacchaeus all of a sudden realized that I'm a special person. I'm not a scum or whatever. I'm not this or that. I'm a special person. I'm a precious person. When we are free from distorted image, we change. When you feel guilty, you don't change. When you're free from distorted image, you change. Zacchaeus changed completely. 
He restored his image. So what did he do? He gave, he said, half of my possession I'll give to the poor. Maybe KCWA. You know, I hope that all of you can go. Uh, Steve every year uh, buys uh, tickets for all the staff. So maybe you can do that to other people too. And then take them. And KCWA is doing great things. So he gave half of his possession to KCW, uh, no, uh, to the poor. <laughs> uh, and if I uh, uh, ripped off anyone, then I'll pay back four, time, four times. I think I once uh, calculated for us. So this time I'll calculate it again. And actually, your math was wrong. 5,000 people with five dollars is 25,000, not 60,000. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, let's say $100,000 was Zacchaeus' income, uh, conservatively. And a half of that position uh, is $50,000. let us say, I mean, we'll really uh, give him uh, credit to Zacchaeus. Let's say only 10% he uh, did something, uh, he ripped off. 10%, that's 10000 if you multiply by four, that's a forty thousand. So fifty thousand plus uh, forty thousand, that's ninety thousand dollars. Out of hundred thousand dollar income, he will give ninety thousand dollars back, and he will live with ten percent rather than ninety percent. He has changed completely. When we are free from distorted image. We can become free and we can become generous. Because from self-selfish person, he became generous person. From self-serving person, he became serving others. Person who serves others. Why can't we forgive other people? Because of distorted image. See, if you're confident about your image, somebody, somebody criticizes whatever, it doesn't bother you that much. But when you have distorted image and then somebody tells you that, then you get really, really angry. You can never forgive that person because you already have that distorted image. When we are free from the distorted image, then we can be truly free from our selfishness, greed, and narcissism. Jesus said two things to follow Jesus Christ. One, deny yourself. The other, take up the cross. Selfless sacrifice he's talking about. And Zacchaeus was able to practice that. Not just in theory, in real. He was able to practice that. We are the victims of greed, selfishness, and narcissism. We, I want all of us to be free from that. Yesterday I had a visitation uh, to one of our uh, congregation members, and they reduced the size. Last time when we met together, we were talking about in theory, 
And then he said he was going to do that. And then I was wondering whether he would really do that. But after a few months, he reduced the size, half the size of the house. And he said, I don't need that. I don't need that big space. Small space is good enough. Very concrete. Very concrete. Faith is not abstract. Faith is not about your feeling, emotion. Faith is very concrete. Zacchaeus, concretely, he was able to give out for the poor. That's salvation. That is salvation. Salvation is not just going to heaven after you die. Salvation is total freedom to be able to be the self-giving people. That is the power of healing. I hope that we may be free from this distorted image. My friends, you are created in God's image. You are not created in that ugly image that you have. You are created in God's image. I hope that we can all believe that. That's a fundamental belief that we have to have about ourselves. Then we can build our life upon it. This year, you may be free from that distorted image and then actually press on to know God. When you are not, when you, as long as you have that distorted image, you will run away from God. You will hide from God continuously. And you will catch yourself doing that. People do that very in a sophisticated way. But instead of hiding away, come close to God and get to know God in an intimate way. Let us sing together.